I don't know, Nod. Tell us. Oh, move closer to the mics. We have Gavin. Mikey Jiggles. Uh, Mikey, listen, you are experienced CITRs. Move closer to those mics. Uh. You have to get really close. Mike. Okay. You're still not close enough. Yes, we are. I'm Mike. Okay, okay. And um, aside from Gavin, Mike, we have... Amanda. And Pat. Otherwise known as Spike and Joey! We are down with OPP in the motherfucking house with Spike and Joey! Spike and Joey from Degrassi, right? You got it. Spike and Joey from Degrassi High are live here on CITR. Spike and Joey! Spike and Joey! They broke the strike line. Um, how does it feel to be strike breakers? Awesome. You just snuck right through, right here to come on CITR to talk about Degrassi Talks. What is Degrassi Talks? I don't know. What, Amanda? <laughs> it's a documentary series that uh, we decided to do after Degrassi was over, turning the cameras around and uh, letting our audience speak instead of us doing all the talking on some pretty controversial and popular topics a young do you Among do, young youths. Do you do most of the filming there? Because often it shows I was actually got a preview tape of an episode on depression, and I noticed most of the shots are like of you guys holding the camera, but never you actually filming. Did you really do much filming yourselves? Yes, we did. And it was like a pretty nice, was it a heavy camera? It wasn't a small camera like you see in this room, was it? <laughs> it was a heavy one, wasn't it? We're big boys and girls, so we can handle it. <laughs> and also, um, Joey, can I call you Joey? Is that okay? All right. Just to satisfy my childhood fetishes? Or do you... Um, Whatever of, gets you off, buddy. Do, do you sort of... A, a, are you like Mickey Dolan's, like you don't like to be remembered for your group, the monkeys? <laughs> um, yes, exactly, yeah. That actually brings up a question there, Joey. Um, was that like your idea? Was that like your direct input? You thought, hey, I can play the keyboards... Let's name a band the Zit Remedy. I'm 14. No, not no, not at all. They oh. they said that it would be neat to have a band on the show, and and uh, they were throwing around some names, and I don't remember who came up with the name Zit Remedy or the song. I think some like at the time some eight year old kid wrote the song that the Zit Remedy. Play. I'm serious, it right? Sound like it? No, yeah, pretty <laughs> deep lyrics there. Right? After like the second year, was there any motivation to work on a second song, or did <laughs> I don't know? I think it was like a running joke that because they only knew one song, they you know this was just sort of a, a joke, you know. But uh, they were really into it. They thought they were going to make it. No, on watching the preview tape of Degrassi Talks, I just thought, to put it bluntly, it was just another teenage sex, drugs, pregnancy, lame type of thing. I just thought it was going to be just another pathetic thing until the depression preview episode, which I was given by Larry Davies of the CBC. Thank you very much. Until I saw you guys talk to that girl called Carol, mm -hmm. and she actually died on the show. Mm -hmm. That man made it real. Like, this was real snuff action happening here. This was a real girl talking about suicide, and the next thing you know, she was dead. That really hit me home. Like, you guys are not joking. That is good. I commend you. Clap, clap. The what I'm really wondering here was how come when you were talking to her husband, Joey, afterwards, he didn't seem all that upset? I mean, she obviously killed himself because that guy was worthless. How come he wasn't feeling upset? No, 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 no. It was nothing like that. She had been suffering from depression for, for years, ever since she was a child. And uh, when I talked to Don, he was going through the denial stages and he wasn't really uh, getting in touch with his emotions and he was really, really denying everything. And uh, what happened was she took an overdose of... Uh, pills and uh what don told me was that she usually does these things for attention and uh he said that she didn't really 
uh, mean to die, and it was sort of like she went too far, and uh, no one was there to sort of uh, catch her. But you wouldn't know. the guy be there to catch her? Pardon me? Wouldn't her, wouldn't her husband be to catch her? Well, she went to bed that night, and he obviously thought she was sleeping. And when she woke up, when he woke up the next morning, she uh, obviously, when, when, you pa- when you die, you excrete. And uh, he found the bed wet, and she was already gone by the time he was uh, able to, like, try to do anything. And if people want to watch this, they can watch it. This Monday night is coming up, right? Absolutely, yeah. On the 16th. What time is that? Do you know? 8.30? 8.30. That's or the, 8. That's I'm the gra- sure if it's here. 8.30. Yeah. Is it here? 830. 8.30? The Grassy talks about yeah. depression. It's like the Grassy is talking here, <laughs> right live here on CITR about strikes. Is it always sunny on the Grassy talks? It always seems to be sunny when you shot most of that footage. There's... <laughs> Actually, no, it's not always sunny. Um, if you notice, inside the malls and people's houses, you couldn't tell. Okay, there were some guys wearing, like, fur, but there was a lot of sun. That's because we bring the good weather wherever we go. As you notice, it's not raining here. What is Linda Schuyler? Skyler. Skyler. What does Linda Schuyler really like? <laughs> She's a very nice woman. Very nice. She started out as a school teacher, and because there was nothing in the schools that she could actually show her students, uh, she started making films on her own, and uh, that's sort of how the whole Degrassi experience began. Was it a grassy experience? Is it a scripted experience, or is it improvised? I was always curious about this. Scripted. Purely scripted? No improvisation? No, well, except for, like... uh, Rehearsals. I mean, we'll we'll sort of... uh, I was going to burp. Sorry about that. Um, I don't think it would matter. But no, but, I mean, we, we, we are really, like, in tune with the writers, and they're in tune with us, and we actually read all the scripts before we even start rehearsals and we give our inputs and stuff like that. But, I mean, unless, you know, when you come into a scene for the yeah. first five seconds, you see Joey and Wheels yapping. I mean, that'll yeah. be ad-lib. But all the dialogue that you hear is scripted dialogue by Yan Mora, our writer. How about um, Spike, or should I say Amanda? Oh, you'll call her Amanda, but you won't call me Pat. Uh, okay, so Spike, like when you were pregnant, did you actually get pregnant and then them write it in? Not. Not? So it was, you use, how, use pillows or what? Yeah, I had some funky padding. And that brings up another thing. With intermingling together, like you're here today with Joey, Joey and Spike here of Degrassi, live at CITR, and you can talk to them too. It's 822-2487 if you want to talk to the kids of Degrassi. The Degrassi talks on CITR. Did you ever, when you guys have mingled together a lot, haven't you? Like you've, you're here today, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Like you've mingled. Did, have, did much intermingling between the various members of the cast of Degrassi occur? In other words, did you ever get it on with any <laughs> of the other cast members? I mean, come on, don't deny it. <laughs> Did it, did it ever happen? I mean, it must have been something like that. Yeah. Sure yeah. With some people, there were, you know, extra curricular activities happening beyond work. But I'm not telling you with who and who and what happened. Was, was Degrassi High the Zoom of the 1980s? The Zoom? Zoom. You know, Zoom. Send it to Zoom. 90125. Send it to Zoom with Tishy. Zoom. It was on PBS. Was it the Zoom of the 80s? I was always curious about this. Did you ever see Zoom? I don't know what the hell you're talking about. Who has gone all the way? I mean, all the way in the fact have gone from Kids of Degrassi to Degrassi Junior High to Degrassi High to Degrassi Talks. Caitlin, Wheels, Lucy. Yeah. Um, That's it from Degrassi Talks. Uh, Because they started off on the kids of Degrassi Street. 
that they've gone all the way through. And where, where the rest of the members? What, what have some other Degrassi members of note gone on to besides Degrassiing that we might have caught them in? Mm. Besides drug ads on TV. <laughs> College, university, jobs. What school? What high school? school? What, what school did do you Degrassi kids actually go to? Well, I went to a uh, school of the arts in Toronto. Simple as that? Simple as that. No yeah. tutors? No. Well, we had tutors on set um, <clears throat> while we were filming to make sure that we had all the extra help that we needed when we were working. And often we had tests that we had to take on set if we were away during exams and stuff. What kind of cake did you guys get paid? Emily, kept you blown on anything good? Or is there any particular, like... Did you say, buy your mom a house? Yeah, or say, Pat, did you go out and buy a white Trans Am when you turned 16? <laughs> like, I don't know. I mean, it's like your typical Gino, right? Yeah, no. No. I, I mean, I'm just, <clears throat> you bought a Trans Am on the show. I was thinking, hey, life imitates art. Mm -hmm. you know? Kind of, yeah. Jeez. Okay, you're on the air. Caller. Oh, <laughs> Hello. Yeah. Caller, you're on the air with the kids from Degrassi. You're talking with the kids from Degrassi. And I can hear the radio, so you must be really excited. So turn yeah, on your radio. Friends. I, I'm totally excited, man. It's, it's amazing. I can't believe it. Okay, go ahead. Okay, I, I have a question about something that was... You have a question to who? To either of them. Either, either of them. who? I know. Who? Spike and Joey, man. Spike and Joey! Go ahead. Okay, this, this, is, this relates to what you said earlier, and I've always wondered about this. Okay, and the original Degrassi Street, Kids of Degrassi, mm -hmm. Wheels was Griff. That's right. And Caitlin was Lisa. That's right. So what happened? Ooh, what, avid fan. what happened to those characters? Why did those characters get scrapped they in, were, in favor of the new Caitlin and Wheels persona? They were asked, I think, at uh, at the point when we were starting to do Degrassi Junior High, if they wanted to remain as those characters or if they wanted to be in a different and new character. And they both chose to kind of scrap the old characters and start anew. So it was no real controversial kind of... No, no, not at all. They were given the decision. Mm. And I have another part of this question is, whatever happened to Martin? Martin? Martin. Is Martin in the house? <laughs> this is good. What? Who? Oh, like Martin meets the pirates? Like... Well, Mar Martin was this kid on, on the street who uh, had a sister and always had to run around and protect her from um, bullies who wanted to beat her up. This was in Kids of Degrassi? Yeah, the original one. Oh, oh I never watched that show. <laughs> Sorry, okay. dude. I, I guess, okay, I'll have to puzzle Sorry to smash my... your childhood fantasies. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to puzzle that out for myself. All right, well, thanks for talking to the kids well, at Grassy. Thanks a lot for having giving me this opportunity. It's, it's been wonderful. <laughs> All right, caller, doo doo loo doo. Bye. Doo doo loo. You can talk to the kids at Degrassi, too. It's 822-2487-UBC-CITR. Talk to the kids of Degrassi. A female once told me, a female once said to me, Spike, Spike is fake. Joey is real. <laughs> How do you feel about that, Spike? Spike is fake. <laughs> I was, but I said, listen, Spike, as Mike and Gav of the Jiggle program in there have said to me, Spike had a, you got you had like a COC patch on your you jacket. Got it. COC rule. COC, so are you really into them? You got it. Did you see COC when they came through? They're they friends, were... actually. Oh. But then I, I, but she said, well, so what? Does did Spike really know? She said, say this to Spike. Spike, do you know what your hair looks like from the back? <laughs> That's what she said. Spike is fake. I thought, that's mean. How do you feel about these people bolting out like that?
I don't care. Spike is fake. Joey is real. As Gavin Mike said earlier, Joey from the Zit Remedy, a teen punk band. Spike is fake. Joey is real. Joey, um, what does Zit Remedy? Can you spew out any of those um, lyrics to your songs? What was it? Uh, everybody wants somebody. Oh, uh, something. something. I think I don't know. I'd have to have the. Oh, I'd have to have the music. Mike and Gav, can you help out on this? Everybody wants something. They'll, they'll never give, give up. up. Everyone wants something. They'll take your money. And no, no. Let's do no. it. Take your money. money. And never give up. Right on. <laughs> this was Joey's real teen punk zit band. What what bands do you guys really like besides COC and the Zit Remedy? I could go on forever. Okay, but I'll tell you. That'll fill up the show. It? Sure, roll with it. Okay. okay, start off. We'll give you, um, okay, two bands that um, begin with initials, like acronyms, like COC and, huh? like oh, a um, COC and a. Uh, see, most of them that I know are. J F A. S T. Okay. But that's not a really good acronym. S S T. Um, okay, um, give us one Canadian band. Canadian band that yeah. I like. See, that's a hard one. Okay. Straight jacket. If you had, if you had, if you had so much input into the music, like you guys, are you guys, um, did you guys so much of input into the show? Um, Spike and Joey, Pat and Amanda here live on CITR 822 247. Speak to Degrassi kids. These are the real Degrassi kids. Prove to the to, to the listeners, these are Degrassi kids. We are the real Degrassi kids. <laughs> if you had, do you have much input into the show? You did some improvisation. It was all scripted. You didn't have that much input, really. Like I said earlier, like we, we would go over the scripts with the writers and uh, discuss like everything that happened, and then anything that we felt was sort of unbelievable or uh, didn't sound true to the 90s or something like that, we would sort of say, well, you know, do it this way or do it that way. So we did have a lot of input, but the actual words that you hear were written by a writer. Uh, on Degrassi Street, or I'm not sure which one, Gowan had a lot of input. Gowan, <laughs> on the soundtrack of Degrassi. No, How could like you Gowan. allow Gowan? How could you allow Gowan in there? What about a bunch of fucking goofs? I know, but Toronto. I'm, I'm not into the... I tried. Yeah, we've Gowan. tried. We've tried. We, we ask them over and over again. But luckily, with the with the school's out special, we had a lot of harem scarum, too, in there. So Which did fit a lot of the scenes, even if you don't like harem scarum. It does musically, musically fit with so, the content. there's another big question here, then. Um, was there any, like, episodes that you guys just thought were pure cheese and didn't want to do, and they were saying, no, 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 it's, it's hip kids, roll with it, baby, we'll do lunch, anything like that, mm. or, like, anything that you guys were... Like, like, say the LSD falling off the bridge thing, and then all of a sudden he's just gone. What, yeah, what happened to him? <laughs> where, where did he go? Mm-hmm. Like, what, or was there anything that you guys just like any little episodes or scenes or storylines that they just really pushed at you that you didn't want to continue with? For myself, no. No, like no. It's really, it's really hard to, th- <laughs> it's really hard to think back because I mean we haven't been filming for about two years now. Okay? Oh, okay. Sure. And it's been, it's been a while for me, but. <sighs> But if there was one that strong that stood out. Yeah, I mean, yeah. About, sometimes they make you do things that you were pretty stupid and you were like, oh, geez, oh. come on, do I have to do that? And yeah, twice, yeah. seems to me. <laughs> now, I don't know if this was your request or not. You were naked on the Oh, yeah, I begged to do that, man. <laughs> yeah, Did like. Say, okay, well, we'll have Joy walking down in his underwear and you say, oh, no, wait, wait, wait a minute. I'd like to do it. Yeah, well, no, they, they basically said do it or don't, you know, but I did it because I Did anybody to. see your cock at all? <laughs> Only oh yeah, I just, lucky. yeah. Only. 
How, how do you feel about um, male, a female condom spike? Uh-huh. The new development of female condoms. Like those bikini briefs that you wear, those female condoms they're developing. <laughs> I, it's a new innovation. I haven't I, seen it yet. I read about it. Like, somebody just phoned up here. No, I don't know why, but they said, these guys suck. So that brings up a, a, a little question here, thinking, you must be recognized. Of course, they're recognizing you. You're Degrassi kids. We're not fooling anybody. These are the Degrassi kids punking it out on CITR. How recognized are you? Really, in like I showed you to the washroom. That was the biggest thrill of my life, showing Joey <laughs> to the washroom. That did was exciting. Did you accompany him in there? No, I didn't. Uh, although I did once see Art Bergman's, but I never. Was, I never <laughs> yeah. But what I was wondering though was how recognized are you? Like in the USA around Boston, are you? Do you have big cult following yes. there? Yes. Boston, Chicago, a lot of the northern states. Um, Dinosaur Junior. <laughs> Dinosaur Junior? So yes. Punk. I'm just is, pass is, is that they of, love the show? Is that because of PBS then that you well, guys get our, that? Yeah, our head broadcasting um, company in the states is PBS and WGBH Boston. WGB. That was where Zoom ran on to. How did really? Dinosaur Junior become attracted to the kids of Degrassi? Was it a letter, or did, did you just sort of gravitate towards their show one evening, saying, "Hi, I'm Spike"? No. Actually, they called me up and said, come down. How did they get those numbers? <laughs> Where did they get those numbers? I knew the promoter, that's why. And that was in Toronto? Yes. And you came down and partied with them. Uh, wh- yeah. where about, what about in Canada? Um, J- J- Joey or um, uh, Pat? Yes, what? what? How, 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 how has the recognized uh, part been going in Canada at all? Like, I noticed, I thought you might have been a big, strong Henry Rollins of tush, tough guy, but you were a tiny bit um, more um, Mickey Rooney-ish when I saw you. But not as, not as, not as um, fat, but smaller. You know, the handsome Mickey Rooney that was engaged to that girl that saw Frank Sinatra. I, uh, you're dead, I swear. You're so dead. <laughs> Um, I I don't know. I mean, in Canada, we really don't have like a star system for Canadian actors here, and uh, thankfully so. But um, I mean, the show's w- received pretty well up here. So we, we, I think the feature got about two point three five million viewers, for, and for Canada, that's pretty good. So now with Degrassi talks, <coughs> excuse me, like how excited were CBC to do that? Very, very. Like so, they are, are CBC like trying to milk this? Like I mean, well, I mean it's a business, right? So do they try and milk it, or were uh, you guys? Are they pretty like? Oh, we gotta show the kids of today, or are they like dips commercials, Coke commercials? The kids um. now today, <laughs> or do they want to like do public service messages kind of thing? You know, like where does their motivation lie in Degrassi? Do you figure? I mean, I know you guys aren't privy yeah. to the, the kind of big Well, they're a big financial backer for us, right? Yeah. And uh, with them, they just want to promote the show as much as possible. I mean, the commercials in between, like Degrassi Talks, you see Tampax yeah. and uh, drug commercials or whatever, Stay Free. And that's basically our sponsors, but they're not incorporated into, like, I'm sitting there interviewing somebody with a tampon box behind me, you know. Really? So it's a lot. <laughs> that brings up an interesting point about Joey, and let's say you're not doing so good in school there, Pat, and your mom is talking to you, and you think, hmm, dip bar. I need a dip bar. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, zoom in on Joey eating a dip bar, like, yeah. was, was that... Was I that never ate a dip bar, did I? No. No, you were you were going for the box. Was I? Wasn't that him? Or I, I don't know, but yeah, it happened a couple you of times. Do what you got to do. You got to do. I mean, I, I, yes, on set, I would say to the director, "Come on, this is stupid. Don't yeah. make me hold a box like this yeah. or whatever." Yeah. You know, but these are people that 
helped did, us make the show. Did you right. fight for that as hard as you did to keep your pants on? Or? Well, yeah, as yeah. hard as you know. But uh, you on the air with Degrassi talks. Hello. Yeah, hi. Uh, I was just wondering uh, if, like, how how possessive are you guys of Degrassi? Like, would you get really mad, like, if they did like a Degrassi the Next Generation, like William Shatner, <laughs> or would you like? Would you like want to continue like do movies where you get really old and stuff like that? And also, um, what, what are your feelings toward like uh, like if they were to do like a, a young Joey or Spike, like a young Degrassi, like an elementary thing, like Indiana Jones type thing? Oh yeah, exactly. Like young Indy. How would you feel if Lucasfilm got involved with young Degrassi? Joey? Joey, you couldn't get any shorter, could you? Shut up. You're shorter than I am, so what are you talking about? I know you're better than me. You're better than me. I wish I was like you. God, I wish I was like Joey. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> Okay, um, I think that'd be great. I say go for it. I mean, uh, I'm not protective of it, and I'm kind of, you know, I'm happy that now I can move on. I've done my Degrassi days, and uh, I can move on and hopefully do other stuff. Yeah, if somebody wanted to do a show, then that would just mean that they didn't want it to stop and want to try something new and different. Scariest fan letters you've ever gotten? Any, like... Oh, any other questions for the callers? Oh, who cares about uh, the No, that's good. That answers my question. Just, uh, okay, bye. Why, are you interested? <laughs> Uh, so any like scary fan letters like the the Saskatchewan farmer that kept on sending Anne Murray stuff was he after any um, of you guys? Really? Did you hear about that? Sorry. No. Oh, am I your meanest fan so far? This Saskatchewan guy. <laughs> You're the best. A oh, thank you. Was mailing Anne Murray letters for like 20 years, and she's had like millions of restraining orders, and he's been in jail for like five years now because he won't leave her alone. And has anything like that ever happened to you? No. no. For instance, on Married with Children, there's that lady. I will say that lady, and she gets a lot of letters from people in penitentiaries. Uh, Do many penitentiary people write Degrassi? Oh, I know a lot of them watch the show in jail. No, no letters like. Um. Well, I think with some of our fan letters, before we get them, they're kind of screened, so. Oh, so they don't freak you out, kind yeah. of, and upset you. Yeah, mm-hmm. but, but the- I mean. It does mean something to be on Degrassi. I mean, I must say, it is pretty exciting, as witnessed by the local rock and roll band, The Smugglers. Um, Spike, apparently, you were spotted at a smugglers gig last Friday night at the El Macombo in Toronto. Is that true? No. <laughs> mm. Well, anyways, do you realize that it doesn't matter if you were there or not? But do you no, realize- I did see them, though, but do- not... not- at the Elma Combo. Do you realize the coolness factor of, like, the Degrassi kids coming to your gig, coming to your radio show, or coming to CITR, crossing picket lines? Like, it really means something. It's like Sean Lennon coming to your party or something like this. And check out this. You talked about Dinosaur Jr., baby. You uh-huh. talked about how they rock. Check out this band, the band Unrest. There they are. I'm holding this up. Unrest. They're from... I'm not sure exactly where they're from. I think they're from... Oh, maybe maybe Washington, D.C. or something. Unrest. And on the back of this Unrest record is picked on the back. It says produced by Calvin at Degrassi High. Look at that. You talk about Dinosaur Jr. They thank you right on there. Produced by Calvin at Degrassi High. Your influence all the way to a seven inch 45. Yes, she is my skinhead girl is the name of the song by Unrest. How do you feel? It's like your name on the seven inch record. Like, do you know Unrest? No. They put your name. Cool. They uh-huh. used your name. Have there been anybody else that have used names, your names in songs, yes. like bands? Well, like, just on records and stuff. Like, But not in the lyrics, anything like that? Um, yeah, there was this band in Connecticut. And I forget what they're called. Didn't they write a song called Caitlin Cries? Cries about how she kills Joey and... Uh, you don't remember the name, eh? Um, no, because no, they, were, they were an unsigned kind of punk act, but I... I can't recall. And I've heard, man, a couple of your friends and bands have done like. um, Yeah, they did. Have you heard MSI? Just a 
a Toronto band. They do Degrassi High Hardcore. Cool. Are, are there many are there many Star Trek transporter room guys involved in a Degrassi crew? What I mean by that is, you know, when you watch Star Trek, there's always that guy at the transporter room <laughs> beaming people down, and then there's also sometimes that medical assistant to Bones. Are there many people like that in Degrassi that are there every time and never get lines that have been there for like 13 years? Like, it's my 13th year of showing up on the cast here, and I just watch that guy walk back and forth. And like are there any people like that involved in Degrassi that deserve well, recognition? About 20 or 30. 20 or 30, 13 years veterans or how long has it been going totally uh five no six. six 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 years so ours people have gone six years and not said a word yep mm-hmm. and they've grown up like throughout the actual show what are their names are they are they, are they just happy to be Should we give them a one minute of fame like are as your grave as their gravy train run out <laughs> <laughs> i don't think it ever really because you are, are you stopping by quitting the show or the show ending what about these kids what are they going to go on to if it's six years of degrassi backups they're your producers <laughs> what's going to happen to them they're going to go to a recovery clinic and get some rest and relaxation and therapy, I'm sure. Now, assure this to me, Degrassi kids. We're talking to Degrassi kids here live on CITR, FM 102, Cable 102, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, and an Artboard Human Serviette show with special guests, Mikey and Gav. Jiggle. Yeah, thanks for letting us talk and ask some questions, John. And you sure, and you can talk to Degrassi kids if you want, 822-247, the real Degrassi kids, 822-247. Just assure me, though, assure me, Spike and Joey, Pat and Amanda, that you guys are not Shirley Temples? Are you Shirley Temples? Do we look like Shirley Temples? No, I mean, are you Shirley Temples? Shirley Temples, like beautiful teen stars, and then go on to like right wing politics. <laughs> Shirley, like, I mean, that's it for you. Are you Shirley Temples? I guess you'll soon find out. Like, what's going to happen in five years? Where do you see the, the Degrassi crew in five years from now? <laughs> Who knows, man? I don't know. What are you doing? Now, Me? later, future. Future. Job. Do you work at a gas station? Uh, no, I was bartending, hosting at a restaurant, and delivering food orders for a restaurant. Pizza? No, just catering delivery. Is that sort of like a novelty item, like a dwarf delivers stuff oh, like that, God. you know? John, that's pretty uncalled for. I, <laughs> no, I mean, like, oh, no. Like, no, John, 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 that's oh. pretty unnecessary. Oh. Flow from Toronto. You're hairy. You're... <laughs> Thank you. A, a social miscompetent, yet you question the... No, I just meant what I meant by that. <laughs> Thank you for trying, though. Listen, listen, Joey said he delivered pizza, so I thought maybe, hey, let's hire uh, Joey to deliver pizzas. I mean, it'll sort of like bring up business a bit. Let's hire a, a dwarf to sweep the floors and increase business. That's what I thought. They're exploiting you. That's what I thought. John, he's like 5'10". I don't think he's uh, a feature. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Have either of you um, two Degrassiers, have you ever met Jason Priestley before? No. Who do you know in Vancouver? Um, Who do you know in Vancouver? <sighs> Any names? Mike. Mike and Gav. Mike and Gav Jiggle. <laughs> there you go. Is Degrassi Talks the equivalent of 90120? They're, and Yes? No. They're the equivalent of Degrassi. And um, how has or how will 90210 help shape Canadian culture as opposed to how will Degrassi help shape Canadian culture? I don't think Beverly Hills is going to help Canadian culture, but people are getting entertained watching it. Um, I mean, like, what would a typical kid growing up watching just Beverly Hills grow up to be? And what would a typical kid watching just Degrassi grow up to be? Depends on the kid. 
Okay, well, that's an average kid. <laughs> okay, me, me. <laughs> I think you're a messed up individual to begin with, but um, I think if you watch Beverly Hills, you'll grow up, I don't know, uh, well-dressed, uh, driving a nice Beamer or whatever. And the other, you'll never do it either. That's the key point. <laughs> yeah, the other way, you would never do it. And, if you, and you wouldn't say fuck either. And if you drank or did drugs... It just wouldn't happen for you. And you definitely wouldn't have any friends that weren't. <laughs> like, I mean, because if you had black friends, then your parents just wouldn't let you hang out at the house anymore. Mm -hmm. 90210 is really marketed, eh? Uh -huh. It's really marketed. No, Mike and Gav, you guys had Degrassi. Is there, are there Degrassi dolls and trading cards? No. Trading no. cards? There's trading cards. Is there? On the back of dip, dip. boxes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no way. Oh, yeah. Like you're thinking, I never saw those before. I haven't. Really? No. Oh, you're on the back of them with like your birth date and your like favorite food and nickname <laughs> and favorite group. Oh, no, you don't have one, but oh. you do. Yeah. Have, has your has, mom bought all the boxes right after they came? That's out. right. Pat, has your face ever um, graced the cover of any teen magazines? Hell no. A TV guide? No. See, like Canada doesn't have a star, star system like that. They don't do stuff like that for Canadian actors. Um, TV guide? Did you say? Yeah. Yeah. TV. Oh, like newspapers and, and TV guides and stuff like that. Yeah. But nothing like a teen idol magazine or anything like so that. So you n not even get like one little like I remember like Chuck Biscuits of DOA got a mention in like Circus Circus magazine. I was like in Whitby Island, Washington, a naval base, and I saw the name Chuck Biscuits of DOA. I thought, wow, Chuck Biscuits from Vancouver. There's not even like one little tiny little bold print in LA anywhere across the states and any of those sort of glossy mags about the grassy. Um, I think, I think that, what was it Teen Beat or Sixteen or I think I did an article on Seventeen magazine once, and we were in um. I don't know, Teen Beat or something. There's a little story, but never anything huge. Are there any, any bootleg interviews or underground Deg Degrassi tapes? So I've heard. And there are right now. <laughs> right now we're having... But are there? Yeah. Yeah, like what have you seen? I don't know, like but edit, people outtakes? come up to me and say, yeah, I have a, this tape and stuff like that, but I have no idea. I haven't seen any. <laughs> the, the front camera shot of the cafeteria <laughs> scene. Um, but this is, John, you know, we're kind of getting off the topic. This is a promotion for Degrassi Talks. So like, right on. Yeah, so maybe we should get back to that. So you kids, um, well, what kind of questions can we ask about that? I don't know. You started it. Okay. Well, what has been your favorite fad for the last five years? <laughs> favorite fad? Your favorite fad of the last five years. Piercing. Fad. The These are the kids from Degrassi, speechless here on CITR. This is Degrassi Talks. They are actually, actually, your job is not to talk, it's to get listen. people to talk. Yeah. It's, it's to listen to people. W what about the cast of Northwood? Do you know anything about them? No. Northwood? No. They've never heard of that TV show? Oh, I've, uh, I've heard of it, but I haven't watched it. What do you think about the cast of Northwood? I have no idea. Well, you watched it. it. No. Actually, John, that if you want to hear about the cast of Northwood, Mike and I went to school <laughs> with Maria, the girl from it, and she actually was in theater and didn't really have any friends, but we hear <laughs> she's a nice person. And for whatever reason, you know, you should talk to her about height because she grew shorter <laughs> since high school. So she would be a much more interesting person to corner on the hub subject of height. Maria Brigetta Dow shrunk about four inches. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> when... When um when the rockin' oh Richmond Center twelve to two Saturday. 
Degrassi yeah, talks. Oh, oh, okay. What? Oh, yeah. Yes, we're coming to a mall near you. Right. You're coming to a mall. Yes. This. Where is it? This. Read it. Where is that? Saturday. This Saturday at the Richmond Center. Yes. See the Degrassi. Just both two of you. Yes. Attention, teenagers. Are you 15 to 25 years old? Come between 12 and 2 p.m. Saturday to see Degrassi Talks at the Richmond Center. But more importantly, the Degrassi kids are live here on CITR 822-2487-822-2487 if you want to talk to the Degrassi kids. Now, do you have any more? Do you have another question there, Gav? Um, John. Nardwar. Nardwar. Uh, the big question, of course, is when you guys travel like this, you fly out from Toronto high on the hog, or does CBC like charter like a bus from a hockey team and you no. guys drive out? No, we flew. You flew, and yes. it's high on the hog. No. You live like expense no. accounts? Mm, well, not really. No, we're, not, st- not, I would, no, I we're no. staying, no, we're staying at a hole that doesn't have a, put, uh, a, a pool. No or, pool, no minibar. doesn't even no have a minibar. has absolutely nothing, just a bed. <laughs> Okay. Really? What's it called? Does it have cable TV? I cannot reveal the name of the hotel, oh, really? but it's on Robson Street, so that's not bad. When the rock and roll band... Hey, you can come down. To, I work at the bike store right down <laughs> on Robson and Denman. You can come in and visit me, and if you need, like, bike stuff... Right on. Set us up. Caller. Yeah? Talk with Degrassi. Hi. Okay. I wanted to know how long... Spike... Are you excited to talk to the kids I'm from Degrassi? <laughs> um, okay. I want to know how long Spike has been dyeing her hair for uh, Damn. eight years holy shit okay thanks bye <laughs> when when the rock and roll band mud honey tours they them being have you ever heard of mud honey either yes, you degrassiers have. have you ever seen him before yes you have seen him before yes. did you go backstage no because when the rock and roll band mud honey tours a lot of rock and roll celebs come out of the woodwork i think tesco v of the legend what band was tesco v and gav White flag. He came backstage to talk to Mudhoney. And like all these punk rock celebs go backstage to talk to Mudhoney. So when Degrassi tours, when you go to sets, do any of the celebs, which celebs gravitate that want to hang out with Degrassi, sort of recognize you for your old school achievements? Uh, I don't think anybody's come on a set that's. No, we don't allow people on set. It's really weird. There's actually a cult following yeah. in the States of a lot of underground punk bands. And Dinosaur Jr. Unrest? Unrest? Yeah. Unrest? Dinosaur yeah. Jr. Unrest? Yes. Yeah. Anybody else? Like, did they... Um, how, how do you know there's a cult falling? How do you know? Does it just the letters, or did they yeah, run up to you? because I go to see a lot of bands, and then they... I Actually, a couple, a, a couple of years ago at the uh, YTV Achievement Awards, Grape, Grapes of Wrath came up to uh, me and another actor from the show and asked us for our autographs, and I was just about to ask them for theirs, yeah. and it was really funny, because it was like wait a minute, aren't I supposed to say this to you, and vice versa, yeah. and uh, they're just great guys. I mean, it's funny how, you, the the show is funny, you either really like it or you really hate it, you know, and I mean, that's your opinion, if you don't like the show, that's that's fine by me. And I love it, I love it! Thank you! But, um, you know, next question, I don't well, know. Well, next question, okay. caller. Oh. Hi, um, I'd like to ask the Degrassi kids a uh, question um, about birth control. I know they've been going across Canada asking teenagers what you know questions about sex and stuff, and I want to know if they had a, like an answer for what the most popular type of birth control was for teenagers right now. Um, popular is in. I mean the one the the one that that seems to be the dominant type of birth control. None at all is what, yeah. what's happening really. I mean only uh, I think it, the, the statistic is fifteen percent. Uh, of active, sexually, sexually active teens, are teens using a condom consistently. Yeah, or any type of con- any any type of birth control at all. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. 
So are these people aren't doing it because, I mean, they're ignorant, or are they not doing it? It's really weird. I mean, we've talked to a lot of people that know all the facts and all the information and just refuse to... Uh, to use it because it's uncomfortable or they don't really care. They don't really care. It's like, well, you know, it's not going to happen to me or it's... Did, have you talked to anybody where it actually happened to them? Yes. Like where women get pregnant and yes. they, do they regret it? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's this one girl we talked to who is like 17 and has has had so many STDs that she's infertile. She's in for a tie-off. Yes. Holy cow. That's incredible. Okay. Thanks very much. You're welcome. Hey, caller? Yep. Do-do-do-do. Do-do. <laughs> All right, he got it. John, can I ask a question? Oh, go ahead. <laughs> Thanks, John. Um, have you guys ever learned how, or have you ever resented Degrassi? I was just thinking, because like you said, it's been two years since it filmed, and then I would assume there's been a time lapse where you were kind of glad to be done with it, and then they call you up and say, look, we want to do this. And I mean, um, as as you said, Joey, there is no real star system in Canada. So, um, I mean, while Degrassi does further your career, it only takes, you know, if you're interested in becoming like a mega celebrity, it only takes it so far and have you ever resented that you've kind of become um you know like labeled as the kid from degrassi or or you know what i mean like you or you resent the show like being the only thing that you've really worked on creatively yeah. so far no oh you're right on yeah, i mean I, yeah. I i've never resented being on the show i mean i've always thought that it was a great opportunity yeah. and it, it, you don't find that uh there are a lot of opportunities right now for teenage actors um or young actors uh, it is it is tough, but I mean, in time, people will forget Degrassi, yeah. and people will forget Joey. I mean, it just takes yeah, time. Yeah, but like like when they call you back up and say, "Hey, let's do this. Let's go across the country, hand your cams, <clears throat> minivans." Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, they UConn. ask us to do it. So we yeah. don't have to, oh, right? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, caller, are you there? Yeah. Do you have a question? Yeah. Um, I was just listening earlier, and one of the the actors, I wasn't sure who said that. Uh, the actors. The actors, the thespians, said that. The Canada did not have the same star system that the U.S. had, and mm -hmm. he sounded kind of upset about that. And I was just wondering if uh, if you <laughs> wanted to be crushed in shopping malls like Luke Perry or that kind of thing. No, I, I don't want to be crushed in shopping oh, malls, but I want to make... Joey, you do. Kiss my ass. I do <laughs> not, all right? <laughs> I, God, you want to fight? <laughs> no, because, I mean, I grew up really... Um, I, I didn't hang out with a lot of people. I was very by myself, to myself type person. And all the attention now that I get from the show is a little overwhelming. And I, I don't usually get off on it. And, I mean, it's nice to talk to someone who watches the show. But when people start getting hyper like our buddy over there is, you know, it, it, it is a little <laughs> embarrassing. Think of a thousand of him in one room. Yeah. <laughs> I'm your buddy? But they'd all be girls and they'd be Bowed 14, it? Joey. Yes. Exactly. They're 14, you know. I mean, that's 21. We, that's when we pretend over. we're married and I get to be the jealous mm -hmm. female. And also... Any other questions, caller? No, that's about it. All right, do do loot do. Do do. Hey, Nard. Yes. Hey, I got a question. Uh, yeah. Now, it seems to me just the whole the Beverly Hills thing has twigged this in my mind. <clears throat> you now, young adults moving on in the world, have set through the show and everything what you're doing, sort of an example, right? You sort of deal with issues and you have information that you're, you know, telling the kids. Mm -hmm. So what happens, say, if you're at a bar and you're drunk out of your mind and some kid comes up and says, Joey, Joey! What do you do? Like, all of a sudden, Work you are with just it. crushed. You are, like, you fall in their eyes. So is that a pressure? That well, if we feel? see anybody in a bar, they're usually over 19 okay, so you're or 18 anyway, right? And you're drunk out of your Well, see, then, no, then it's at nighttime and young kids aren't on the streets. Well, Caller, are you there? Yeah. You got a question? Oh, uh, yeah. I was 
Just wanted to tell Amanda that I think she's real good looking. Oh, thank you. Okay, and I was wondering if you use a condom during sex. All the time. All the time? Yeah. Right on. Color? Yeah. Do-do-loo-do. <laughs> <laughs> Do-do-loo-do. No, do 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 Yeah, got it. Great. Um, how, how do the grassy kids? Have you guys? Have you met Brian Mulroney before? We met his son. You met his son. <laughs> yeah. How 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 did he meet his son? Um, well, we were actually in Ottawa, um, doing some publicity for the Degrassi talk series and meeting and greeting with people from health and welfare. Because they were, put up a lot of money. Yeah, they were a big financial backer and they did a lot, we used a lot of their research for the show. And um, we were at, in Parliament and having dinner in the lounge type area and uh, a guy came I, up he, to you. he got wind of it because I think he likes acting mm -hmm. and him and his friend came and joined us. And he just came up and said, hi, I'm Brian Well, Mulroney's we kind of knew he was coming. And, uh, they said they told us not to make any cracks about his father because he gets, <laughs> he gets, it all gets the a lot time. of flack. So. Speaking about fatherly figures, have you guys met Al Waxman before? Yeah. Yeah. What's he like? He was in that movie, fat. Hitman, with Chuck, Chuck <laughs> Norris, I think. He's just fat? <laughs> yeah. He's the king. He's what is the Chicago king. That's right. And Laurie Hubbard and Erica M. You must have had some experiences with them before. They're lovers. Who? Lori Hubbard of YTV. Lori Hibbard of YTV. Uh, yes. Erica M. They're lovers. M. They're lovers? Yes. If, if Lori Hubbard or Erica M. were on Degrassi, which characters would they be? Or what would the they janitor. be cast as? <laughs> <laughs> the janitors? They'd no, be the janitor? No, the, the um, like what? kitchen help. Lori Hubbard and Eric M. Kitchen help on Degrassi High. Yeah. And you're listening to the Nightbody Humans Red Show here, live on CITR, F102, Cape One Two, Vancouver, Discovery, Canada. Talking to the Degrassi kids. You can talk to them, 822-2487. Oh. Talk to the Degrassi kids. And we also have helpers, Mike and Gav Jiggle here as well. And I got a question. Um, Go ahead. Okay. Um... The big one is, I, I mean, I'm just thinking, like, this must suck for you guys, you know? Like, you have to fly out from Toronto, you stay in some shitty hotel without a pool, and... Have some guy bug you about your height. Yeah, and now you come here, a dumpy little college radio station, about 800 people listening. As dumpy. you can tell by the callers, they're all trolls. I mean, like, I, I mean... Where's the motivation? What, well, like, is it that exciting? I mean, I don't know. I would think it would just turn into tons of work, and after a while, you would just want to be left alone and deliver food. Mm. Or, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. does it just get boring as hell? No, it's fun. No, does it ever get boring? <clears throat> boring? No. It's never gonna get boring. Call lying, Amanda. It does. No, so. I like to travel. Like, I love traveling. Traveling, the traveling part is great, but sometimes, sometimes you're answering the, the same questions like, that yeah. you've heard a dozen times. But I mean, you gotta imagine that there's somebody out there who hasn't heard you answer these questions. So yeah, you, like, question. Have you, have yeah. You ever... uh, a caller, are you there? I'm here. Yeah. You have a question? Well, yeah. I, I kind of phoned up and just kind of discreetly asked if I could like kind of come over and get a Polaroid with them, but I didn't really want to like say it on the air because I thought there might be like a huge mob or something flooding the station. But they said, oh, yeah, right. Anyway, they said I said, I'll ask it anyway. So I was wondering if I, if I were to like pop over there, could I get like a Polaroid with with you two stars? Yeah, come on over, man. Do you ever do that at strip clubs, sir? <laughs> For five bucks. Any other questions, caller? Um, uh, uh, yeah. Do you guys remember wigwags? <laughs> Zoom Because no. they were like really cool chocolate bars, and I thought if you guys ever needed um, um, a, a kind of a lighthearted topic for Degrassi Talks, you could do like um, 
whatever happened to the wigwags and, and <laughs> why, why, why don't they make them anymore? Keep what that in mind. Whatever happened to... Thanks, caller. Well, I cut him off. I didn't even do 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 do. <laughs> what happened to Liz? Good question. Uh, I <laughs> there were a lot of characters that sort of slipped through they the did, cracks. Yeah. I mean, um, near the end, they were just basically concentrating on about seven or eight characters. I don't know. Every a lot of people, you just kind of kind of disappeared. You know, like what happened to Yick and Arthur. Oh, well, Yick turned into a cool guy that smoked a lot of pot. Yeah, that's He's right. Cool but where guy. where is Arthur? The dark I don't. Side. Where's Arthur? I don't know. Where where, where did the grassy kids? Were you ever influenced by the Beachcombers or the no. Edison Twins? No. How about partied with Bruno Gerussi at all? <laughs> nope. Caller, are you there? I am. You have a question? No, I just wanted to invite the um, kids from Degrassi High down to the Filmstock Beer Garden. Uh, room 247, <laughs> just down the hall after the radio show. We'll buy him a free beer, and they can, uh, you know, just hang out and stuff. Right on. So, whatever. Okay. If this, it's, it's, it's an open invitation. They can come on down whenever they want. Thanks a lot, man. All right, great. Uh, do you know how much fan mail? You got fan mail. Is your underwear tight or something? You got, you, got, you got fan mail from down the hall there from uh, Film Sock. Do you got much fan mail from the Northwest Territories, Argentina, USA? Yes. That's all they get up there is CBC, so, yeah. I mean, they're, they're our number one People fans. in Northwest Territories, like, are big fans because they watch it all the time. Yeah, they do. I think only get CBC. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> but uh, there's, there's, yeah, we get letters from up there. We get letters from France, Germany, Israel, China, uh, Australia. It is syndicated all over the world. Australia? Yes. Yeah, yeah, 43 countries. 40-something countries, yeah. Do we, does, does anybody ever propose marriage? Um, Not in a serious nature. Yeah. Caller, are you there? Yeah. You have a question? Yeah, I just, I will, it's not really a question, I just want to say that I think they're swell. I watched them, like, all through, you know, my teen years, and, yeah, I really liked Degrassi. Thank cool. you. Yeah. Thanks a lot. And, and I noticed that there was no women calling, so I thought, you know, I should do my part. Right on. on. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Bye. Thank Bye. you. Thank you. Oh, 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 do do oh, wait a second, caller. Okay. Say it. Say what? You do the opposite for okay, me. Okay, okay, okay. do do yeah, she's a now. She is down with OPP. You know me, and we're down with the Degrassi kids here, live on CITR Radio, and we have another caller right now. Hello, caller. Yeah? Are you there? Yes, I am. Uh, yeah. Go ahead. Okay, I wanted to ask Spike what it was like to pretend to be pregnant for that long. <laughs> Disgusting. And and how it felt wearing a prosthesis around your stomach and if it was heavy or light. What a good question. Actually, I, I, yeah. Yeah, I've been thinking about that. <laughs> Actually, I, it, it was really tiring because mm -hmm. I felt it was um, a little heavy and it kind of made me feel depressed, like, oh, oh, God, like, I'm fat and I'm ugly and I can't walk and, you know, had permanent PMS on set. And, um, but, yeah, it was, it was really, um, it was depressing and I was glad that I could take it off at the end of the day. Was it sad when you finally had to stop wearing it? No, <laughs> not at all. You didn't miss your prosthesis? Not one bit. Well, <laughs> do you have something you'd like to tell us, Colin? Maybe. I wanted to ask Nardwar if he thought that Bill Cosby killed trees. <laughs> Bill, Bill Cosby killed trees. Yes, he does. Yes, Bill Cosby kills trees because Bill Cosby and Michael Stipe own all the record companies and all the record major label record companies invest in South Africa and cause rainforest deforestation. So, yes, Bill Cosby does kill trees. Thank you, caller. Okay, bye. Bye. 
is there, I would like to know if there is a Toronto scene. Is yes. there a Toronto scene? Yeah. Is it, does it relate around the Elma Combo, Casa Loma, and Canada's Wonderland? No. <laughs> Have you been to Canada's Wonderland yes. at all? Yes. What's that like? That's sort of like Canada's Disneyland. Fun on. Pat, have you been there? Mm-hmm. How do you like it? Would I like it there? <clears throat> no. No. No, it's expensive. I mean, well, actually, you would. It You've got the expensive. mentality of a 10-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you'd get off on it. Call her. Yeah. Hello. Oh, call her. That me? Yeah, that's you. Yeah, I want to ask a question about the grassy talks. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, like, when you guys travel from, like, Peggy's Cove right to Whitehorse, how many, how many oots did you interview? Oots? How many oots did you interview? Okay, it, Laura. <laughs> <laughs> did you All say right, oots? Laura. I'll hang up now. Bye. Bye. Wait, wait a second. Wait a second. Is this? I asked you if you knew anybody in Vancouver. Is this somebody you know in Vancouver? No, that's our coordinator. It was probably behind there like two minutes ago. Yeah, that's a question. How does how does a young individual score a job doing something like that? Like just like like schmoozing and shuffling paper at the CBC and no. traveling and driving minivans that are blue and white. How did you just apply? Yeah. Well, we're like an independent film company that oh, works for right. CBC. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so now here's the other question. Does your independent film company profit horrendously from this 43 country syndication? Oh, I would imagine so. Oh, American money, isn't it? Do they have like a conscience? Do they, <laughs> do they donate or do they, are they like... Are they owned by EMI, most importantly? Uh, no. Where can we find the Degrassi kids in Toronto? Like, we can find you right now. We can find you down the hall at sub two for one for the beer garden for film sock where you're going to be. Where can we find you in Toronto? Well, we all have different tastes and different lifestyles, so depending on who you want to know and where they hang out. Well, just, um, how about you, Spike? You were at the Elma Combo seeing the smugglers the other night. How about you, Pat? Um, Casa Loma? <laughs> uh, probably say what, downtown in, uh, on Front Street, if you know Toronto at all? It's a jazz club. I listen to different music than Amanda. I'm sorry. And Amanda, what about you? Uh, What's some other locations? Out? Yeah. Uh, Opera House, Lee's Palace. Opera House or Lo- Lee's Palace. Or, or tomorrow. And tomorrow between 12 and 2 and Richmond Center. You will be and Mr. Bungle tomorrow night. Richmond Center. You're going to be here in Vancouver? Yeah. You're going to be at Mr. Bungle. You got it. A chance to meet. Sp- <laughs> uh, 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 Joey, are you going to be there? Uh, should I? Uh, well, if you're fa- you're, well, d- some Degrassi elements will be at Mr. Bungle tomorrow. How about tonight? Do you guys want to go to the ESP fair with me tonight? <laughs> <laughs> We're, we can stand underneath like an ion shower together. All of us. Okay. Sounds kinky. And we don't even get wet. I hear you going to Casablanca's tonight. Because it's $20 ESP fair. What perks does the CBC brings people such as yourself? Is it like when you come out here, are they paying for the flight here? Yeah. Health and Welfare is paying for this. Oh, yeah. Most of it. And CBC's just, CBC and Playing With Time is organizing it. Are there any special CITR, uh, sorry, CBC perks at all? Like, uh, especially, like, do you get to hang out with Pierre X CITR member, Pierre X CITR member Burton at all? No. No front page, have you been on front page challenge before? No. Have I you been haven't. asked? I have. Have any Degrassi members been on front page challenge? I don't know. I don't know. I'm hmm. not sure. Did you ever get to party with Dan Gallagher now that he's doing video yes. hits? Yes. <clears throat> yeah. Because that's yeah. CBC related, right? <laughs> How much do you make? How much money do you make? The mic's not working. Okay, <laughs> put it this way. I might make $288 every two weeks. Is it more <laughs> or less than that? Pretty much serious? the same thing. It's, it's, it's more than 288 After taxes, I'd say about the yeah. same. So we're that equal. And right? thank you, S- Spike and Joey of Degrassi Talks and Degrassi Street and Degrassi High for coming into CITR. 822-247. We have time for a few more phone calls. 822-247. Your last chance to talk to the Degrassi kids before...
before tomorrow at the Richmond Center between 12 and 2. And Mike and Gav, do you have some more questions? No. Nope. No, you pretty well <laughs> asked them all, John. It's hit home. Spike. You know all there is to know. Spike, does your baby have a middle name? Mm, nope. Were, were you thinking of making to it? Making making a middle name? Sure. What middle name would you like to make it? Nerd. Uh, what? Nerd. 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 Nerd, nerd weird? Nerd war? Uh, nerd weird? Yeah. What middle name would I give? What, what happened? What, there's also some, there's some generic questions from the show here. Mm-hmm. What happened to Stephanie, who had sex with wheels? She never had she never sex, had sex with, with wheels. Well, according to the... I was, uh, she had <laughs> sex with wheels. How do you know she didn't have sex with wheels? Because if you watch the episode, the date never happened. Well, what happened to her then? She went on another series. And why isn't she on the show? Because she left. Is Lucy that nice in person? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> She's a nice person, absolutely. Oh, we have another caller. John, do we have time for one more question? <laughs> yeah, yeah, go ahead. Okay. Oh, oh caller? Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay, first Gav, then caller. Okay, caller, can you wait? Yeah. What's your name, by the way? Devin. Devin? Yeah. How old are you? 22. Why would you be motivated to watch Degrassi? Oh, because they're swell. <laughs> Uh, pretty well covers it. Um, has there ever been like any issues or anything that you guys wanted to tackle and they said, no, we won't do it, or anything that you've wanted to do that they won't get involved with? <coughs> like um, like where you wanted to take something further and show like mm-hmm, more mm-hmm. dire or more realistic consequences yeah. rather than kind of wash over something? Yeah. Are I know with me, the animal rights show. That you wanted to take that one like further? Yeah. And Joey, mm-hmm. anything yeah. with you? Um, I not, not off the top of my head. I can't think. I'm, but I know that there were some. Yeah. Okay. Caller? Yeah. What did you want to ask? Um, I just wanted to tell Spike that I think she's beautiful. Oh, thank you. Oh, and I'm like some ugly <laughs> troll. Oh, well, no, Joey, you're not ugly, no. Thank you. But Spike, thank is, you. Spike <laughs> is fake. Joey is real. Spike is fake. Joey is real. <laughs> How do you feel about that assessment, caller? Hmm? How do you feel about the assessment that another female gender said, Spike is fake, Joey is real? That's, that's really evil. <laughs> really evil. There I don't think go. you should be so mean. Any other questions? Um, I don't know. You know, I'm just so nervous. I didn't even know this was on, and I just turned it on, and it was on. It was, that's pretty scary. So, um, I don't know. I just, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, let me think. Just give me a second. Okay, I'll ask another question. Okay. How many people in the show are fake, and how many are real? Like, how much of your real personality comes through in every one of your characters? And is there anybody that you would say is like, like, say, Caitlin, for instance, isn't that nice out in um, person? I'm trying to think. Well, I mean, there's people that are totally opposite to their characters. Yeah, too. Because um, if you name nice people, then we'll know they're evil. No, 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 but I don't mean oh, that okay. means they're nice on the show and okay, they're evil, go. but I'm talking about, like, just totally yeah, different from their characters. Okay, go. Um... I think Duncan is really different from his character. Arthur. Arthur. He's actually a, a closet butthole surfer fan and into Black Flag and everything. Yeah. But you would never think that by watching the show. Um, and Seelock, the way he used to be. You really are punk! Spike, you're you, punk. You bet. I'm you bet. Your Polaroid person is here. The person that phoned in. Sorry, this is a caller in real life. He wants to take a Polaroid of you. <laughs> Do it, baby. <laughs> oh, um, caller, what's your second question? I can't. Yes. I can't. 
Okay, well, do the loot do. All right, on. Oh, no way. Okay, I don't know how to use this. Okay, so uh, uh, call. Hey, hey, guest. Hey, caller. Hey, caller. Caller. Real life caller. Speak into the mic for a second. Hey, caller. Real. Speak into the mic. Real life caller. Yes. Hello. You're the real life caller. I, I am a real life. So now caller. you're in person here with your Polaroid. I, I was on the phone, but now I'm here. Now you are here. Where were you f phoning from? Gage Towers. Gage Towers. All right, you're in the house. Sit down, OBP. You're gonna get your picture taken to the Grassy Kids. Woo! So this has it happened? <laughs> Does it work? Sort of, yeah. That's an antique. What do I press? This is the sound of the Degrassi kids getting their All picture right. taken live on the Nardwar Human Sphere Radio Show with the Degrassi kids and with Mike and Gav Jiggle. Sitting down. Moving all the mics. Gotta get the sound of the camera. Uh, maybe, hey, um, Joey, maybe explain what's happening now for the listeners. Uh, right now they're trying to figure out the camera and the focus and all that stuff. And now Jason's come back. We're, I'm back. He's back. We're in the house. Getting Polaroids. Down with OPP? You know me. Okay. Wow, that's... Jason, I don't think it's going to happen. This camera's a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, what are you at? Okay, okay you focus up here, Jason. Okay. Meanwhile, while we're waiting here, uh, uh, we have another phone caller. Caller, are you there? Caller's here. Caller, you have a question. Uh, caller's um, beckoning Amanda and Pat to the corporation. Huh? <laughs> Back what? More again. They're being beckoned to the CBC. Sorry. Oh, we got to split. That's, a, that's another way of putting it. Hey, you're trying to ruin the party. You're gone. Yeah, take that other. Yeah. Well, life stinks. Just throw Do we have time for a beer, though? Laura? Okay, what's happening now? The Polaroid is getting taken? Absolutely. And it's done. What is the gourmet scum? Gourmet? Gourmet scum. Gourmet scum. They're just like... A fake band, yeah. Do, and like the Zit Remedy? <clears throat> Pardon me? Like the Zit Remedy? Except they're famous, or supposedly famous. Who? The Gourmet Scum. Oh, on the show. And, yeah. And finally, Spike, yes? what did Caitlin yell at Joey on the final episode at the house party? You were fucking Tessa Campanelli? All right, you swore on the air. Now we got it. Now we can never get taken off the air because the kids from the grassy swore on CITR legal precedent. How how were you allowed to get away from that? How were you allowed to get away from that? How were you allowed to get away from that? How were you allowed to get away with that? Um, well... How do you spell that? The CBC actually thought it was in good context because, I mean... When your boyfriend's fucking somebody else, you can um, you were you were sleeping with you the. You were in bed it with was, Tessa. Yeah, it was in good context, and they actually agreed to go through with it. And yeah. You were fucking Tessa Campanelli. Sure. <laughs> Everybody it. into it now. <laughs> Everybody. All right. Well, thank yeah. you. Everybody who's listening right now on campus should say it at the same time. I think maybe people walking around. Did he? Did they still make wigwags in Germany? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. All right, well, thank you so much for coming in to the Nardwarty Human Serviette Show. Both, uh, who do we have in here today? Pat. Pat? Uh, I don't know, maybe. And Amanda. Pat and Amanda of Degrassi, Spike and Joey, as well as Mike and Gav, Jiggle. And Jason. we had 
Jason and we had Anthony with the camera and we had the callers. Thank you for all phoning it and thank you for coming. So coming up right now um, is that song, Unrest, Yes She Is, My Skinhead Girl, produced by Calvin at Degrassi High. There it is, a USA group thanking Degrassi on their actual record right here. Coming up right now. So uh, before we go, uh, Degrassi kids, do-do-lo-do. Do-do. Sorry, I put the wrong one there. Do do lu do. I did it already. Uh, do do lu do. Do do.
you're still listening to CITR Radio, FM 102, Cable 102, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, and the Nardwarda Human Serviette Radio Show. 20 years at the Nardwarda Human Serviette Radio Show, 20 hours we have been going on the Nardwarda Human Serviette Radio Show representing 20 years of the Nardwarda Human Civil Radio Show, 1987 to 2007, and you just heard the Degrassi Kids, an interview with the Degrassi Kids from 1992. And before that, interviews with Michael Moore, Johnny Legend, Paul Martin, John Cretchen, Dan Quell, Gorbachev, Ford, Gallagher, meaning Paul Gallagher, not Gallagher. Enough's enough. Guar, Pierre Burton, Timothy Leary, Elijah Wood, Avengers, Bill Casing, Bill Lyon, Robert Anthony Wilson, William Cooper, Al Goldstein, Tommy Chong, Beck, Courtney Love, Tommy Lee, Harlan Ellison, Crispin Glover, Henry Rollins, Sonic Youth, Lydia Lunge, Iggy Pop, Alice Cooper, Clips from My Show and DOA kicking it off yesterday at 9 p.m. And we're going to 5 p.m. today. 20 hours of Nardwarty Human Serviette representing 20 years. you have any requests, 604-822-2487 Nardwar at Nardwar.com of any requests you may have heard of stuff that you'd like to hear in the upcoming years or upcoming weeks or you heard over the past 20 years. We did have requests from Greg asking for some stuff on the band Seeds of Time. I haven't really done any Seeds of Time interview. However, I do have Rocket Norton's brand new book. Well, actually, it's now a year old, and I've just finished reading it. So, Greg, just to let you know, on an upcoming episode of the Nardwarty Human Serviette Radio Show, I'm going to do a full show on the Seeds of Time. Right now, speaking of epic journeys, I'm going to play an interview I did with Snoop Doggy Dog. I'm not going to play all the interviews I've done with Snoop Doggy Dog because time won't allow it. But here is me talking to Snoop Doggy Dog in 2007. I also have talked to Snoop Doggy Dog in 2000, 2002, 2003, and now in 2007. So here's an interview I did with Snoop Doggy Dog, my fourth interview with Snoop Doggy Dog. I've also talked to Jello Biafra, 50. Times. However, none of those interviews have been included on this interview marathon except number one from 1989. However, you can access all other of those 15 interviews at nardwar.com. So here I am talking to Snoop Doggy Dog in January 2007. Again, I am Nardwar to Human Serviette. This is 20 years of the Nardwar to Human Serviette radio show over 20 hours on CITR, FM 102, Cable 102, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. Snoop, you guys ready, Corey? Yeah, it's all on, dog. You ready? I think I might not ever be ready. <laughs> <laughs> Long Little Kane, that album was sick. That album was sick. That album was super sick. I get raw. R A W. R A W. R A W. Uh, set it off. Backstage here with Snoop Doggy. D-O-Double Jizzle. Who are you? Snoop Dogg, the greatest rapper of all time. Nissan LBC, the LBC savior. I'm the best thing rap got going. Snoop Doggy Dog, is it true that you lectured at Oxford? Did you lecture at Oxford University? I did lecture at uh, Oxford University along with Harvard, Yale, and Princeton, just to name a few. You know, I got bitches everywhere. 
Snoop Doggy Dog, I think it's amazing. You always take it to another level. The Snoop Hot Dog. How can anybody top the smooth Snoop Hot Dog? What you can tell me about the Snoop Hot Dog? It's a beautiful thing. You know, everybody loves to eat hot dogs, so why not eat a foot-long hot dog with Snoop Dogg on it? You understand me? No balls included. What does it taste like, Snoop Dogg? What do your wieners taste like? Uh... <laughs> They taste good, actually. They uh, taste like the best hot dogs you ever had with seasoning salt on the inside of them. My Uncle Rio got seasoning salt in the hot dogs. <laughs> Where can you get them, Snoop? Where can you get the Snoop hot dog? They're going to be at local venues at uh, grocery stores. I'm opening up a Snooper Market, a chain of Snooper Markets where they're going to be selling them at, as well as the sporting events, the uh, arenas where they play basketball, football, and baseball. Snoop, I think it's great, the hot dog. And I think you are a person you can ask about advice and stuff. What do you think about this right here? This marketing doll they have, the Bismarquee doll. If you want to open it up, you can go check that out. And tell me what you think about the Bismarquee's doll. This is the Biz. This is the Biz. That's my, oh, sorry about that Biz, you big-ass fucker. This what? is my homeboy. What do you think about the biz? What can you tell the importance of the biz, Snoop, and the biz doll? What do you think about this from a marketing perspective? It's diabolical. He's like the amazing beatboxer, isn't it? In a cereal box. What do you think? This is dope. This is dope. I like this. What are they selling this at? Probably about $200, Snoop Dogg. How long ago did you get it? It's been on the market about two years or so. Oh, it just came out? Yes, and the biz, it, two years, actually, and the biz has been taking it to another level. Check it out, Snoop. He also has, because you're the wizard of marketing, the biz clock. He's got his own clock. Is that something that's ever gone through your mind for a biz clock? <laughs> a snooper clock? Nah, I ain't thinking about getting no clock. I'm just tripping off biz expression. He's something on this I can't believe it. I can't believe I'm selling the clock. Snoop Dogg, what's Snoop Dogg food like? What's the dog food like that you have? Because you have Snoop Dogg food, don't you? Doggy yeah, biscuits? Doggy biscuits, dog pet line products. I even got clothes for your dogs, you know, sort of kind of like some of the outfits you're wearing, like this sweater you got on. It's like one of my outfits I got for the dogs. Ba-boom! <laughs> <laughs> You love the dogs, don't you, Snoop Dogg? Like, you really do love the dogs. I really do. I'm a dog lover. That's just by nature, you know what I'm saying? George Clinton called me the futuristic by a while. Because I want to ask you what you think about when you read of stuff like this. Like, check this out. This was in my local paper, the North Shore News. And check out this headline that we have right here in the North Shore News. And it says, Snoop Dogg faces execution following West Van attacks. Snoop Doggy Dog is just bad to the bones to neighbors who were bitten and chased by him near West Vancouver, British Properties home over a nine-month stint. Oh, this must be a dog named Snoop Doggy Dog, not me. <laughs> yes, it is. A Rottweiler cross named Snoop Dogg has been put on doggy death row this week. Wow. So how do you feel when dogs get put on doggy death row there, Snoop Dogg? Like, fellow dogs and stuff like that. Like, you love the dogs. Yeah, I wouldn't do it. If, well, I wish I didn't know about this. I would have went and broke him out. I would have broke him out. If I would have been there, he would have been alive. I would have got the key or something. Sorry about that, Snoop Dogg. You went out like a gangster, though. A West Van gangster G. Sure did. Snoop, what do you remember about being in Korn's video, Twisted Transistor? Um... Just being a rock and roll star that I am, 
having fun, acting a fool. And who was else in the video, and what was it all about? David Banner was in the video, Lil John was in the video, and um, Exhibit. We actually played uh, Corn. They got some rappers to play them. And in the video, there's a guy wearing a tartan hat and asking you some questions, and he gets slapped. Do you he, remember doing that at all? He imitated you. That's what I was wondering. Is that an illusion to me? It is. It was you. We we, we thought about you, uh, Corn, and myself, and my manager. Um, Ted? No, his name is Dick. His last, Dick, you don't know my manager, Dick? Last name in your mouth? <laughs> Boom! Dick in your mouth. Yeah, my manager Dick in your mouth told me to tell you that. <laughs> no, is that true, though? Hold on, hold on, go ahead. Uh, winding up here, Snoop Doggy Dog, I just think it's amazing. Thank you for giving me the props here. I would like to ask you, why do you like to steal my stuff, Snoop Dogg? Remember you first tried to steal my Red Fox doll? Do you remember that? I stole the Blowfly album from you. You I... wouldn't let me take the Red Fox doll, but I see some shit I'm taking today. I'm taking that. I'm taking this. I'm taking that. Uh, I... I'm not sure, Snoop Dogg. You took the Blowfly album. That was quite intense of you. And actually, I talked to Blowfly, and he has a message for you for taking my Blowfly album. I talked to him, too. And what is Blowfly's message to Snoop Dogg, do you think? Here is Blowfly's message to Snoop Dogg for taking my record. And here we go. Snoop, you remember you snow my fucking record, dog? You are a fucking dysentery and bone burying, tick catching, police scratching, laxy racing, hoe chasing, no growling, full moon howling, no listen, fighting, pissing, no barking, bone hawking, collar carrying, hound marin, cat beating, apple eating, poor excuse for major mutt. Your breath smell like undouche lasher, but I'm out of the cut. In exactly 13 days from now, Snoop, you're going to look down and find a beautiful pussy where your little dick used to be. <laughs> ah, 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 ah. to the rescue. Blowfly sticking up for me, Snoop Doggy Dog. Well, shit, that's some OG shit right there, because Blowfly is a real motherfucker, you know what I'm talking about? And this is the real McCoy. Come on and join Blowfly's convoy. So are you ever going to sing with Blowfly on the stage? He wants you to sing with him on stage, the convoy. I want to I get down with Blowfly. Blowfly, I want to get in the studio with you, make some music with you, and do it big with you. You're one of the artists that I'm looking forward to working to. I always wanted to get down with you. And remember also, you mess with Nardwater Human Serviette, and Blowfly will come after you, Snoop. What's going to happen in 13 days, eh? I'm going to leave you alone because I don't want that to happen, man. I don't want Uncle Blowfly to put that curse on me. Snoop Doggy Dog, winding up here lastly, what can you tell about the importance of R&B and stuff? Here we have Lynn Collins with her song Think About It, which I think you sampled way back when. Yep, this is a bad record right here. James Brown produced it, I believe. Yeah. What is really the importance of R&B and soul with Snoop Dogg? Um, like, why do you like R&B and soul? There's so much of it, like, like slave, too. It's the feel of the music. It's like the sound of it, the feel of it. Oh, man. This is Slave, who you sampled for Gin and Juice. Yeah, watching ladies, watching you. Like, these are really important soul R&B records. You really love it. Look at me. I'm in love. What do you remember about the moment, Snoop Dogg? Look at me, I'm in love. The preacher said, I'm in love. 
Oh, this is the shit right here. I remember they had the uh, the um, falsetto voice. The lead singer was singing high voice. Lastly here, Snoop Dogg, how did you get your tape to Dr. Dre, you and Warren G? How did you get your tape to him? How did you get your demo tapes to him in the early days? Shit, Warren G got that motherfucker to it. That's his brother, so he found a way to get it to him doing a... Um, a bachelor party, the music had cut off, and uh, once he slipped my CD on, my cassette at the time. He slipped my cassette on, and they kept the party rocking. Snoop Dogg, what can you tell me here about Special Ed? He was a big influence on you, wasn't he? Yeah. The Special Ed. Special Ed, it's my homeboy right here. We finally got together and made a record together, too. That's my homeboy. I was definitely inspired by him, because I liked his style and the way he just was different than everybody else, and how he just... He never really did it like nobody else. He did his shit the way he's supposed to do it, and I like that. That showed me how to be me. Snoop Dogg, I was wondering, what does this mean? You addressed this soul plane hat to me, and it says CMF. What does CMF mean, Snoop Dogg? Cock-sucking motherfucker. Should I take that as a compliment? Definitely. You suck cock good. Here. Well, thank you very much, Snoop Doggy Dog. Anything else you want to say to the people out there? I'm the greatest of all time, next to Cassius Clay and James Brown, and then the Snoop Dogg. What about Curtis Blow? Curtis Blow, good. But like I said, Cassius Clay, James Brown, then Snoop Dogg. Cassius Cray, you mean the greatest Cassius Cray? That's what I just told you, didn't I? He's the greatest of all time. This is him talking? Yes, it is, and doing some rapping as well. This is Muhammad Ali. Have you ever met him at all? Yes, this is the champ. I need this for the beats that I'm making right now. I don't think you can take this, Snoop Dogg. No, I'm just going to borrow it. I don't. What is the difference between taking and borrowing Snoop? We've been through well, this. I mean, I'm going to give it back to you. Taking it means you ain't getting shit back. <laughs> okay? Why do you always take my stuff, Snoop Doggy Dog? Because let me tell you what I'm going to do with this. I'm going to go to my DJ. I'm going to let him sample it, put it in it from the turntable to the computer, and I'm going to give it back to you because I know this means a lot to you. I'm not going to be like I used to be when I used to see you taking your shit. I'm going to borrow it now. It's going to be both our shit. Okay? I'm just going to keep it at my house. And whenever you need it, you can get it. Really? I can come to your house, Snoop Doggy Dog? The next interview we do, it's going to be at my house. Well, that's awesome. Thank you so much, Snoop Doggy Dog. And you can have the poster as well. I'm giving, I'm throwing in the poster. Thank you, Pimpin. And I like your style. I'm going to be real harmonic towards you because Blowfly on your side, it's, it ain't easy to get Blowfly to ride what you make. That's some gangster shit. Well, thanks so much, Snoop Doggy Dog. Keep on rocking in the free world and do 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 smoke one. Snoop Dogg, y'all. <laughs>